You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have the full wolf moon at 16 degrees of Cancer happening on January 6th at 3.07 p.m. Pacific, which is 6.07 p.m. Eastern. Check your local time to see when this lunation is occurring for you. Welcome to the first lunation of 2023 and the first full moon of the year. And this first moon is referred to as a wolf moon. The reason why this moon got its name is this happens to be the coldest part of winter depending on where you live in the world. But ancient tribes at the time noticed that there was an uptick of wolves crying and making loud howling noises at the moon at this time, which was due to a lack of resources, due to a lack of food. An additional name for this moon is known as the hunger moon. Since winter is a dry season, things are generally in short supply, and at that time they were absolutely scarce. Spiritually, this is a great time to do an inventory check and make sure you have all of your needs met. Make sure you have all the things to make yourself comfortable and ensure you're setting boundaries to things and people and including yourself that drain your resources. Because this is a time to step back from things that limit your energy. Since this is a full moon, we have two chart rulers. They're in mixed bag condition. We have the moon for Cancer, of course, and the sun for Capricorn. So the sun is going to be deposited by Saturn, and the main chart ruler for this event is the moon itself, since this is the planet that governs Cancer. Since this is a mixed bag moon, we have some harder energies that are occurring. Solitude is going to be occurring from the 6th all the way up until the 7th. It is one of the highest energies on the chart. This could be a moon where you're needing to have some privacy, you're needing to have some space to yourself to get things done. Some of the reasons for this is you're needing to deal with your emotions, you're needing to contemplate your feelings, you're needing to reconnect with your inner world, which is something that the moon governs, which is something that cancer governs. So this could be a period to spend some quiet time with yourself and connect with your subconscious. Mental and romantic energy are present and they're intersecting one another. There are some sweet spots to this moon. Like I said, it's a mixed bag moon and this could be a time where you're thinking about relationships. This could be a time where you're contemplating what your next steps are in relationships. This could be a time of a lot of romance, a lot of feeling your feels, a lot of being expressive emotionally, being more vulnerable emotionally, and overall just focused on all the feel-good things that romance has to offer us. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So now that we're at the peak of this lunar cycle, think about what was occurring for you in Cancer energy back on June 28th when we were at the new moon in Cancer. What positive attributes of this sign have you adopted for your life? Because at that part of the cycle, we look at the positive attributes of the sign and we try to incorporate those qualities in our life. So by the time we get to the full moon, we're able to see how that energy has grown for us. Is it ready to launch? Is it something that we need to tweak? Or is it something that we need to let go of within the energy of the sign? So we look at what's no longer longer working within the sign's energy. Cancerian energy teaches us the importance of internal security. Internal security being having emotional security within ourselves, having stability within ourselves, feeling comfort within ourselves, and feeling comfort within our private life, feeling comfort within our personal life, which means the people that we call family or our blood family and our home environment as well. The sign is ruled by the moon, which has to deal with our inner world, and it's important to keep those things sacred and protected. So with that being said, how has your question 
requests for emotional support progress thus far? In yourself, letting go of unsatisfactory connections that don't offer you inner security or any type of emotional support. Has this been a period where you've ensured that you're creating some sort of emotional comfort overall throughout your personal life? During this last six months, have you weeded out situations and people that make you feel emotionally out of control? Some of the ways we can feel emotionally out of control is when we don't have consistency with people. When we're dealing with flaky people, when we're dealing with erratic people, when we're dealing with people who aren't receptive, when we're dealing with people who show no empathy. So has this been a period where you took your focus off of people or situations like that or minimized your time in those environments so that way your moods aren't fluctuate? Has this been a period where you've became more private about your personal life? Cancer governs the fourth house and the IC in our chart, which happens to be the lowest part of the chart that isn't visible to others. The midheaven happens to be the highest part of the chart and it is visible to others. This is where our social standing is. This is where our reputation is. So when we get to the fourth house and we get to Cancerian energy, we get to the IC. This is the part of the chart that's for our eyes only and it's a space just for us and those who know us personally. And so when we look at Cancerian energy, it is about the art of concealment. Not everyone can be in your inner circle. Not everyone needs to know your business. There are certain things that are just for you and not meant for the rest of the world to see. And that could be for various different reasons. And that could be because you feel like you're done over sharing or over explaining to other people details of your personal business, or you're over feeling like you have to share everything on social media for the world to see. So all of these could be for various different reasons why you're deciding to be more private. For some people, they feel like they've been overexposed. And for other people, they've been dealing with enviousness. They've been dealing with jealousy in a lot of ways. And, you know, sometimes oversharing breeds that in people. So sometimes it's good to keep things to yourself and not let everybody know how the sausage is made and not telling everyone all the goals you're chasing until they're cemented. So that way others aren't projecting their negativity onto you. So this could have been a period to keep things hush-hush to protect your vibes and whatever you hold sacred. Cancerian energy has a lot to do with our family, our roots, and our origin. Our origin story comes from the IC in the natal chart, our fourth house. And so this could be a time where you are building that area up in your life. You're building up your personal life. You're building up what you consider tribe for you, what you consider family for you. For some people, it may be creating a family of your own. And whether that's through you and your spouse or you and your spouse decide to have a family of your own, whether that's through a group of friends and having roommates or reconnecting with your own family, this could have been a period of working through that. I like to bring in creating a family of your own because a lot of the times there are certain people where, you know, the family that they were born into, they don't necessarily resonate with it for whatever reason. Sometimes we could be born into a family and feel like the oddball. Sometimes we could be born into a family that's filled with a very toxic system and toxic patterns and passes down a lot of generational curses. And so for this reason, people seek out their own definition of family and create their own family. So this could have been a period of trying to break those cycles in your family. And it's not always about severing ties with your family. This could have been a period of actively working with your family to break those cycles together and become a stronger unit with them. Because there are some families that will work with you. There are some families that might collectively realize it's time to end these cycles and maybe you're the generation to do it. Or you're working with older family members, other generations within your family because maybe they didn't have the autonomy that you do. So you guys are actively working together through some sort of counseling, through some sort of therapy, 
but more or less making sure that this cycle is broken so it's not passed on to other generations. But whether you're working with your family or you're working on your own, this could have been a time to heal from past disappointment when it comes down to family situations and actively working on childhood trauma, getting in touch with your inner child. So that way you could start a new pattern and feel at home within your body and feel at home within the home you create for yourself or the home that you're sharing with your family. But either way, Cancerian energy enunciates the feeling to get down to the root cause of what might have been bogging us down, what's making us not feel at home, to get back in touch with our instincts and heal these things so we can finally have the emotional security that we're seeking. Let's look at these transits and see what we can expect from this lunation. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. So like I was saying earlier, this lunation happens to be mixed bag in terms of the transits. The moon is getting more of the favorable alignments and Saturn is getting more of the harder alignments. And because they're both the chart rulers, they are the biggest focal point in this chart. Saturn is in a loose square with Uranus and it is making a semi-sextile over to Neptune. Now the square at Uranus has been an ongoing thing for the last couple of years. It's finally separating. They made their final square in October of last year, October 2020. But we still have some lingering effects from this. This could be a period of letting go of what no longer serves us and realizing that we need to get out of stagnation. That we need to keep the things that are working, but we absolutely need to release the things and not hold on to what's no longer working in our lives. So this could be a period where we're finding a solution to that, finding ways to be okay with what's no longer viable. With the semi-sextile Saturn's making the Neptune, we're at a closing cycle between Saturn and Neptune. So this has the feel of a waning moon. And so when we have those, we clear things up before we hit the new cycle. Saturn and Neptune will start their new cycle when they have their conjunction on February 20th of 2026. But a connection like this will make us realize where we need to set boundaries with ourselves and others, especially things that drain our spiritual energy. But it's also about being realistic about our long-term plans. Also, we have to find a fine balance between being too skeptical and too pessimistic because both these energies, they need to counterbalance balance one another. We need both. We need the spiritual side, but we also need a healthy dose of skepticism. We need a healthy dose of, of setting parameters with ourselves and other people. And so this alignment will call for us to balance these things before we get to the new cycle. The moon is making uncomfortable alignments with the sun, Mercury, and Pluto. So this might rev up issues with people who have strong personalities. We could have back and forth with people or power struggles with those who feel like they need to dominate the conversation. This could also show us where we need to transform a pessimist mindset and build our confidence back up so that way we're not experiencing fluctuations with our ego and our ability to be self-assured. However, this moon is connecting with Uranus and Neptune in a harmonious way. Unlike Saturn, this moon is doing well in terms of its transits to Uranus and Neptune. So this might mitigate some of the harder stuff that we have going on with Saturn because again, we've got some teeter-totter energy. We've got some mixed bag energy, but this in itself is great for healing yourself energetically with the Neptune stuff and on an emotional level. So this could give us the push we need to heal harshness within our lives and also reconnect with our spiritual ideals if we've fallen off in some sort of way. With Uranus, we might experience a breakthrough when it comes down to our emotional state. So this may help us get out of a funk with our moods. An alignment like this can help us identify past emotions that are leaving us stagnant and finding a solution on how to get out of this funk. So it could help us feel liberated from emotions that have been bogging us down for quite some time. So yeah, this lunation is interesting. It's colorful as all hell. It's mixed baggy, but it definitely brings in a lot of realizations about getting things together within our personal lives 
and feeling at home with ourselves and in our emotions. The cardinal signs will feel this lunation more than others. The cardinal signs being Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn between 10 to 20 degrees of these zodiac placements. So if you have zodiac placements in these areas, you'll feel this lunation stronger than others. Anyway, I hope you all have an incredible full moon. See you in the next episode.